Hello, this is Jake Wolf. And this is Sam Elkins, and you're listening to the film, video game, and other entertainment podcast where you can escape from Chris Pratt. Which beloved character will he ruin next? <laughs> if that wasn't clear enough, on this episode of the Digital Forest Podcast, we're going to be talking about the new movie trailer for Super Mario Bros. I believe that's what the movie's called. Um... We'll also be talking about some new HBO shows coming out, uh, like the Velma series and The Last of Us, some superhero news, and finishing off with another segment of Nothing New over the infamous Spy Kids 3D. Welcome to the Digital Forest. So yeah, the Mario movie. Yeah, What's, yeah. What Before, is the movie called again? <laughs> I think it's called Mario Super... What is that called? I haven't actually thought about it. Mario, let's They see. showed it in the... Tra- it's called The Super Mario Bros. Movie. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Well, before we get into that, I have a quick little anecdote to... Uh, something just to talk about. That Something weird that happened to me recently. So... Have you ever, have you heard of like 7Now, that like delivery app? No. What okay. Is that? So 7Now, it's, it's very weird. So basically it's DoorDash, but okay. only delivers 7-Eleven items. So you order shit <laughs> from 7-Eleven and they deliver it to you. Um, which is funny because 7-Eleven is on the DoorDash app and the 7Now app is like a DoorDash app. Like, it's not like a DoorDash. It is DoorDash. Um, oh. So, basically, uh, you can get pretty much anything you want from 7-Eleven on DoorDash. So I don't know why you would just use that. Well, okay. Mainly, you just use it for tobacco. Let's be honest. Uh, okay. That, that's one of the only differences. And there's some, like, home items, too, I think. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the thing about 7-Now is... Their drivers are fucking insane. I don't know if they're different really? from the DoorDash or like what, but like I don't know if I've ever had like a normal experience with it. Um What do you mean? So basically the other day I ordered. Uh oh, another thing you can get from there is like 7-Eleven has like pizzas and stuff, so like you can specifically get their like fresh food from this app, I think. I don't uh, know okay. if you can, I don't think you can get that. Well, I would there. hope so. I mean, if you're going to advertise being able to deliver 7-Eleven only, it'd be a little concerning if you couldn't get everything. Yeah, yeah, honestly. <laughs> so, the other day I ordered, uh, and that was my first mistake. Um and the driver came through like this back alley of the apartment complex I I live in. Um, usually uh-huh. it takes him to like the main road, but um, he was familiar with the area. I guess so. And then I think the <laughs> app also tries to take him that way. A lot of times they oh. just miss it because it's like it's hard to see. But um, oh, I was out okay. in front of my apartment, and he spots me from the alley. Okay. Uh, and he's like in this old beat up forerunner, and so he like stops just like in the alley, and walks over to give me my order. But we're separated by this gate, and there's like a gate that is locked all the time. I don't know why it's locked, but it is, so you can't get through. So we're just separated by this gate. 
Uh, so I apologized to him. I was just like, oh, sorry, gate's locked. I have my ID. So because like, you know, if you're ordering like alcohol or something, you have to like give them their, your ID. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, that's OK. I prefer it that way. <laughs> and at, <laughs> at that point, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> prefer I mean, what? Yeah, the fact that, that the gate's that locked? A, yeah, that the gate's locked. That it's like between that us, way I guess. you can't kill me. So, so I can't attack him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. So that was weird. And um, I'm very confused. I'm like, does he think like I'm going to run up on him? Because like, and then be like, oh, shit, sorry, can't. There's a gate here. Uh, <laughs> and it's not like a very tall gate. So... I just laughed, you know, handed my ID, and then he made some comment about why, like, how he was confused about, like, the app, because it took him to this alleyway, and he was like, yeah, you know, it just took me down the sketchy alleyway. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know why it's taking me this way. I was getting kind of worried, uh-huh. and uh, so I apologized, you know, and then he's like, yeah, I wasn't trying to get into some shit. I actually am still recovering from a gunshot wound. Oh, Okay, from a previous delivery, <laughs> and that took me by surprise. Maybe that's why um, he likes the gate. Was not expecting, not expecting you know my my delivery driver to just be like, just casually drop that he had a gunshot wound. So that made me <laughs> nervous, and so then I was like, shit. Okay, well I'm glad we have this gate between us. Yeah, uh, well and I, you wouldn't have to worry about that because he was he had suffered the wound. He wasn't right. the one. He wasn't the aggressor. Right. He was the that's victim. true. That's true. That's true. That's nice. That was the comforting notion there. Um, yes. I was so confused and I'm so pissed at myself because I did not inquire further. I didn't ask like, oh, shit, what happened? Oh, my God. I'm Like right after I went back inside, I was like, God damn it. I could have gotten some like cool ass fucking story about this dude who got shot. But instead I was like, oh, so, oh man, I'm I'm sorry that oh, and then that was it. So, can you give anyway. me my food, please? What? You're like, can you give me my food, please? I yeah, don't actually I... care about the fact that you were. <laughs> yeah, don't give a shit that you were almost murdered. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Damn. Do you so... see a badge on my jacket? Right. No. Yeah. No. So I don't know why you're telling me. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna. You're trying to file a report with this random dude you're delivering food to, or I, I don't get it. <laughs> Um, this was the this was the police way of uh gathering information. We've called you out here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need you to order from this app hoping that you get, you know, this one driver so you can figure out what the fuck happened and then you have to, you know, do many orders cuz then it doesn't get to the right driver, blah blah blah. But yeah. So no, I mean, that makes sense why we don't have 7 now. We don't have 7-11s around here. Mm, I gotcha. So that yeah. Or if we do, they're like very um few and far between. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I bet I I mean I honestly I I I'd venture to bet that even if you did have seven elevens around there, you still wouldn't have heard of seven now. Cause like the only way I heard about it was I remember I was like I I got my flight got canceled one time and I had nowhere to stay because this big snowstorm. So I had to stay in one of those hotels. Like <laughs> stay right at outside. a 7-Eleven. Right. Yeah. I had to sleep in a fucking 7-Eleven. Yeah. Right outside. No, uh, I had to stay like in a hotel and um, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to order. 
But I was like, well, I want some alcohol. And this was like before you could just straight up get alcohol on like all the regular delivery apps. So I was like looking. And then Seven Now is like one of the only ones. Um, yeah. See, I'm so conservative with DoorDash. Yeah. Um, Because I don't know what it is. I My family was never like a, an order delivery family when I was growing oh, yeah. up. Me neither. So I don't know what it is about it, but I just... Every time I go to like order something for delivery, I just go through so much mental anguish mm, mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm. It, it reminds me of of how Bob Marley still continued to live in a traditional Jamaican home rather than a mansion. Gotcha. <laughs> You're like, I feel I like wanna... even though that I would have the means to, not that I'm as rich as Bob right. Marley, but trust yeah, me. yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to be living large too much. I don't want to lose lose my connection with my humanity because I have all this fucking that's, money. It's this big time right. lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm glad that you're able to DoorDash and and you know join the bourgeoisie. Right. Flaunt my wealth. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's, but, it's easy uh, the for the rest me. of us. Yeah, the rest of us proletariat brethren. Uh, right. We have to go get our food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, DoorDash is good for like if you're you know intoxicated and you can't drive anywhere yeah. and you're like by yourself you're like you know what i'm just gonna have it delivered to me but that's true nine times out of ten they forget some shit or the shit comes way too late because they're d- doing a different order and then it's cold uh-huh. and like you know these are the type of problems that i think need addressed uh by joe biden and his administration because these are important things that are happening in the community my other issue with doordash is i don't know what it is about it but if I were to go to like get something, mm-hmm. like um, it, let's say it'd be twenty bucks. Whenever I do it on DoorDash, it becomes like sixty dollars. I don't yeah. know how that happened. Right, the fucking fees are insane. That's why you know you. That's what. That's where the flaunting your wealth comes in because you're like, oh, yeah. oh, it's just a mere six dollar fee with another six dollar fee and another six dollar fee. That's nothing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'll do delivery from Jimmy John's because I know those assholes. Oh. Yeah. That's the way They're, to do it. They'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I used to work at Jimmy John's, by the way. Yes, uh, he sure he surely did. For those of you who don't know, this this uh, he never he wasn't always part of the bourgeoisie. That's right. So a little bit of my backstory. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about okay. us. Yeah. Let's talk about the Super Mario Bros. movie trailer. Yeah. Um. So what do you think? I mean, ultimately. Ultimately, you know, I liked it. I think it's going to be fun. I, I, I think it'll be... I I liked all that I saw, except for Chris Pratt as Mario. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's just him. <laughs> it's just Chris Pratt. Yeah. Uh, it was also like, it wasn't really a trailer. It was just like, like, what, two or three clips or whatever, just like pasted together, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Which, I liked what I, I saw. mean, what's your what's your baseline for what is and isn't a trailer? You know, that's also a good point. You know, you really because could... it, it did tell us what the movie was going to be about. There's Bowser who's getting the stars, and right. then Mario shows up, and right. it's implied he's going to stop him. So I mean, yeah. I think it's, I I think that I wanted more definitely. Oh yeah, I guess I see it. it. Maybe your point is more to it. It was not the traditional length of a trailer. No, no, not not necessarily that. It was just like, um, did they advertise it as a teaser or a trailer? I don't remember. 
Um, because if they advertised it as a trailer, that might have been where my issue was. Because I sort of see a trailer as, and like, I'm not here to police what a trailer is or isn't. I honestly don't give a shit. This is just well, it sounds like you're here to police what isn't. I know, I know it does. (laughs) But like, it's just like you know, I'm not here to do the thing I'm doing. Right, exactly. Uh, but like for me, I guess I just sort of imagine a trailer being more like you know, cutting between different parts of the movie to show kind of show what it's about, but show things that are interesting. The whole thing feels like it's its own edited and its own sort of almost piece of media. You know, like it's like, oh, like I, I can think of trailers like, oh, shit, this is a cool ass trailer because it's fun to watch or whatever. And uh-huh. set like that are different from the actual movie. Not like different in like a, you know, distinct way but like like it's not just unedited you know scenes from the movie not that i have an issue with that i just see that as more of a teaser than a trailer which like i said this isn't a big thing i just you know i'm just explaining what i've clearly given it quite a bit of thought (laughs) i know i know but like you know these are the things you got to think about when you're a filmmaker Um, you know it is definitely (laughs) marketed as a trailer okay gotcha it does not matter i'm just being an ass um but what did you think uh ultimately yeah i mean it's not as cool as sonic right um, that's for sure uh i feel like i didn't get enough information to tell you that i feel strongly about it one way or the other right i feel the same amount of way that i felt before um except for the one thing i didn't quite like mm-hmm was Mario's voice, and he also looks a little weird to me. I don't know what it is about the way he's yeah. designed. Yeah. I guess the reason I think it looks so strange to me is because everything else looks so, like, exactly the same to mm. the games and stuff. Right. That the fact that he looks slightly different wouldn't on its own be weird, but it's weird in the context of everything else. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like every, you know, Toad and uh, uh, the um, fucking Bowser and... And, and the uh, Koopas. Yeah, and the Koopas and what, comic, they all look exactly the same. And then you got Mario, and it's like, why Why does he look just like a little too much like a, like a normal human? You know, like... <laughs> yeah, he's not as cartoony, that's for no. sure. But um, which comparatively, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I thought Luigi looked great. Yeah. And yeah, I thought very... Charlie Day um, mm. in the little pieces of right what exasperation we heard him in sounded just ah! fine. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was. Um, I'm excited to hear more from him. Yeah, absolutely. But Chris Pratt, I mean, he spent all this time building up oh my this God. Mario voice. Oh, my God. Uh. Like, he had been working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're working uh, on the voice. He said we, like, as if there's, like, mo- multiple He's people. getting coached on it. He's getting coached on it. He's going to, like, an Italian accent coach to figure out how to fucking do Mario's voice. It sounds just like him. It does. And it's, like, it's so funny because, like, I think, too, I feel like once we see the movie, there will be sort of, like, a distinct voice that he's doing because we can, like kind of hear it when he's like mushroom kingdom here we come you know like like there's like a little bit of a voice there right but it's so funny to me because that line is the Uh is is one of what two lines that we hear from him that line and then 
What is this place? Both of which, sorry, those are my cats. Uh, fight. I don't know if you could hear that, but that my cats are fighting behind me. Um, are they really? <laughs> yeah. I just started. Rawr! So apologies. Yeah, they're they're upset with the voice. Yeah, they're real pissed at Chris. Um, but but it's funny because then I can imagine like if Chris Pratt did actually do like more of a voice throughout the whole movie, and then he watches this trailer and he's like, "Well, fuck! They chose the two lines where you don't hear shit in my voice," you know. Yeah. But he definitely built it up a lot more than he. I saw a uh, Washington Post did an article like yesterday or something. Where they said like their nine big questions after the trailer, and one of their questions <laughs> was whether Mario became more Italian the longer he was in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> just like, pr- pr- <laughs> so as he's there, he progressively just becomes more more cartoonishly Italian. That's hilarious, and like is somehow there's like something in the air that makes his voice just slowly get higher and higher and higher. Yeah, I don't. I still don't know why they didn't just use Charles Martinet. I mean, he's mm. still alive. He does it all anyways. And I don't need Mario to talk that much. No, it's like, it's you have a slam dunk right there. Like, I don't know. It's just, I'm tired of this trend of like mainstream uh, animated movies opting mm-hmm. for celebrities as opposed to voice actors, you know? Like, not that there aren't voice actors that are celebrities, but I mean, like, specifically going for them because they're big name celebrities as opposed to, you know, voice actors. They got, they got, I don't know if Lucky's the right word. They probably, I mean, they knew what they were doing, but they they got a good choice in Jack Black because he is a celebrity and also just like a very good uh, actor (laughs) uh, specifically in the voice. They're lucky they caught him. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of, they were just, they, they had a board of all the actors they wanted for Bowser and like, oh, fuck. All right, close your eyes, point, point, point. Oh, thank God, it's Jack Black. Oh. Yeah. Whew. Like a draft. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were just like two spots away from Ezra Miller. Oh, man, that could have been bad. Um, I, uh, oh, God, what was I going to say? I totally had something I was going to say, mm, and it's going to come back to me. I knocked second. it out oh. of you. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Well, I would have preferred Charles Martinet. Um, I'm happy that we live in the timeline where I got to see that interview lead up to the Mario Bros. movie trailer yeah. mm-hmm. with Chris Pratt. Did you get a chance to watch that? Um, I, I watched a little bit of it, but not, but not enough. What, what happened in it? So he, first of all, there's like a few weird parts about it. It looks like... It's very clear that he did not think about what he was going to say in the slightest. <laughs> Didn't um, prepare. No. So he's like on camera. He goes, yeah, been playing Mario since uh, since the laundromat. And then they put it on Nintendo. <laughs> Must have sucked a ton of hours into it. It's been my lifelong dream to play Mario. <laughs> like fuck you it's not been your lifelong dream come on and and the only part really i saw was when he was like um uh uh, spent hours stomping koopas and like he says it like a slur yeah like like a fucking slur um oh and didn't he say something about didn't he say like stomping koopas in reference to a game where there you don't even stomp koopas you're like you're supposed to like bop them from underneath or something no, you Maybe stomp I'm. Koopas. But like in the specific game he was talking about. 
You ever played Mario, Sam? What do you mean? <laughs> like, well, here, let me look it up real quick. I saw some. Give me one second. I promise you, I'm not crazy. Um. I think you might be a little crazy. I mean, yeah, but uh, he says he stomped Koopas in the original Mario Brothers arcade game, and people were saying that you can't stomp Koopas in that specific game. Oh, in the Mario Brothers arcade game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I know you can stomp Koopas. I know that's a thing. But I mean, like, in this... Spe- he was specifically, you, are, you are correct. Yeah, specifically re- referring to... Sorry, my cat just, like, ran up and tried to attack me for a second. Up, dude? Yeah. So yeah, in the Mario Bros. arcade game. Yeah, you cannot jump on top. Well, that's not true. I think you can jump on top of them. Well, Twitter would disagree. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm curious. I know. Because, me I mean, too. I, I've played. It. I don't know enough. Don't say you used to. There's no game where you can't. Um. Let me see here. Oh, so they're not even called Koopas. Ah. They're in the Mario Bros. arcade game. They're called Shell Creepers. Ah. Player must hit it from below to flip it over. Right. That's what I'm fucking saying. So, yeah. So, I knew you could flip it from underneath. I mean, they look just like fucking Koopas, though. So, it's like... Right, but like in that game, that's the only way you can stop them is yeah. by hitting them from that's below. That's the only you game don't... where you can't jump on top. Of. Yeah, exactly. So that that's what I was saying specifically in that arcade game. Um, I, I just didn't didn't have the knowledge to back it up as well as I could have. Maybe he was talking about the Super Mario Bros. arcade game. Yeah, maybe. But I mean. From my understanding, those were kind of rare. They didn't have that many of those around, no. let alone at the laundromat. But yeah, the he definitely laundromat. he definitely feels a certain type of way against Koopas. Yeah, seriously, fucking hates stomping them. on him. Spend his life dream to play Mario just so he can specifically target that group of characters. Yeah, well, it's no Sonic movie. It's no Sonic movie, too. No, no. But I will say one last thing, that the animation looks fucking incredible. I, I, I Yeah, it looks that. really, really, really cool. It looks really yeah. nice and very detailed. Yeah. Um. So I can't complain in that regard. I don't think it looks bad. It definitely mm-hmm. doesn't have the same design flaws that Sonic did at first. <laughs> but I, right. think we all, I think we all grew a little stronger thanks to it. Yeah, I think so. I think it it really to- told us a lot about ourselves and, and, and yeah. about the people working on the film, too. So We got a little closer. We all got a little more comfortable with each other, mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. a better world because of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But, you know, speaking of that, let's move on. Yeah, let's move let's on to on. the HBO stuff. Yeah. So um, this one's a little bit of older news, but the Last of Us teaser trailer, did you get a chance to see it? Yes, I did. Wow. Um, I thought it looked really cool. I I thought it, it, um, captured a lot of the spirit of the games, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm really curious to see Bella Ramsey a little bit more as Ellie, because I Mm. feel like we don't see a lot of her in the trailer. A lot of the focus is on Pedro Pascal's Joel, which is great. 
Yeah. He does awesome. Yeah, because um, fuck her. She doesn't need to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> she, um, but I just, I think Ashley Johnson just does a phenomenal job in the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's going to be, be hard for me to imagine break away else. from that. Yeah. 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 No, that's fair. Um, coming from someone who hasn't really played the games at all, um, hardly. Uh, Outside of got through the prologue and was got, like, that was a little too much for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got got to the part where his you know his daughter dies. Spoiler alert! And then it was just like, ah, damn. Well, this is too much. I can't. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it probably gets worse from here. So let's just let's just call it a day. Yeah, let's just cut it off now while we can. Yeah. But I will say the production value on this show looks really good. Um. You know, I, I'm loving the 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 set designs and the uh, uh, shooting locations. Uh, yeah, specifically, specifically. Oh, um, I four thirty five here in Kansas City was shut down because they were filming. Oh my god, dude, that's so cool! You yeah. should hop on that shit and get in there. <laughs> get in the shot. Yeah, just go streaking or something. You know. They're always looking for more oh, yeah. nudity in, in HBO shows, so you know. I and as as you know, with all HBO shows, they're all live. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just they're just uh, they're just they're just filming all the funerals and <laughs> posting the ones where the bodies fly out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they <clears throat> they always use the first take. Always use first shot by right on principle. <laughs> on principle. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm. Looking forward to it. I think yeah. it's going to be fun when it comes out. But mm-hmm. similar to Mario, I don't feel like I got enough to really um, dissect any of it in a meaningful way. Right, right. It's just sort of a yeah, because they're still you know they they were still filming. Are are they still filming now? Do you know? Um, I think they've wrapped up. Oh right, they have. Because I remember seeing that Bella Ramsey said that after they wrapped, uh, Pedro Pascal sent like a really sweet note to her, um, uh, and like she shared like one little part where he was like, "It's so interesting to think about how something so life changing could happen so early in your life, yet so late in mine." And I was like, "Fuck, whoa, oh. <laughs> what happened on that set?" <laughs> he sent he sent her like a. Animal parts and like the used condoms, like oh, Jared God. Leto, like Jared Leto, just like her as a co-star. He's like, I thought it was in characters. Like that's not what Joel is like at all. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was doing the Joker. I'm confused. <laughs> I thought it was the. You said the Joker, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. God. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, something we have a little bit more info about though is the Velma show. Right. We got a we got a small little teaser trailer and mm-hmm. we got um casting announcements hell yeah i'm pumped so um i wasn't sure that i would be a huge fan of mindy K- mindy kaling as <laughs> velma i thought after looking at the like list of well i guess let's get into the list of all the casting yeah let's do it um so shaggy cast as um sam richardson little buff boys yeah little exactly buff boys <laughs> Woo, i'm i'm so ready uh, Fred is going to be Glenn Howerton. Hell from yeah. Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Daphne's going to be Constance Wu. Cool. So, I don't know why I was like, well, I, Mindy Kaling didn't really strike me as... Maybe it's because I've only seen her as Kelly in The Office. I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen a lot of the stuff she's in. Yeah. 
What's her other big show that she has? Oh my goodness. I can't remember the name of it. Is it called The Mindy Kaling Show? The Mindy Project. The Mindy Project. That's it. That's it. Um, but after kind of seeing her in that little like teaser trailer, I was like, "Oh, it's actually great. I think she does a great job." Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. She's done, you know, a decent amount of voice work too, which I didn't really realize until this, because um, she was in Inside really? Out. Yeah. Uh, oh, Wreck-It, really? And Wreck It Ralph too. So, um, hmm. It's not her first rodeo, so I'm excited to see how it how it shapes up. I'm very excited because, uh, you know, I'm sure you did too. But you know, like I grew up on all things Scooby Doo, as most most kids, honestly, like dating back to the friggin' '60s, dude. Like, <laughs> you went know. all the way back to the '60s. No, I meant like kids <laughs> dating back to the '60s. Ever since the '60s, bro, I was Scooby Doo. Yeah, man, Scooby Doo up. My 40-year adolescence. Yeah, I don't think you guys realize this, but I am a 55-year-old man. Exactly. Um, I don't think that math was right. Let me think. Let me. A uh, 60-year-old man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like Tom Bombadil, eldest. Yeah. You were. You remember the first raindrop and the first acorn. I sure. I sure do. I sure do. But I don't want to interfere with anything. You know. I just let everything happen as it happens. I let nine eleven right. happen. So basically. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. The. What was I saying? Uh, we haven't gotten much past that. I, I'd like to see. Um, a trailer with kind of all of them, but I know it's going to be yeah. an origin story. Yeah. Uh, perhaps the most, you know, notable part about it is there's no Scooby. No Scooby. That's so sad. Uh, uh I know they're wanting to take a, a very adult approach and they right. didn't know how to get Scooby in there uh-huh. in a way that was appropriate. I mean, do they make <laughs> Scooby like a potty mouth or... <laughs> Do they just make him normal Scooby and it just is really jarring? So they, they in the quote from the, I remember who it was from, director, showrunner, I don't know, but they the quote they said in the article I read was, we just decided to get rid of the dog. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> First episode, there is a dog named Scooby, but they have to put it down. Well, Oof. what I think is funny is they say, oh, just the dog. We just had to get the rid dog. of the dog. The main the dog. character of the show. The fucking titular character is, oh, yeah, the dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I want to watch uh, What's New, the dog. Like, that's my favorite show. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. You know, we really nice. like this Green Goblin guy, but we just decided to get rid of the spider dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really like this dude in the red uh tights. I I, I just don't get it. You know, I I think yeah. I don't think we could do it in a in a meaningful way. Try to get rid of the bug man. Right. That's why they call it that's why they called it Velma, you know? So just uh she's now the titular character. Which to be fair. Really? Yeah, really. I know. Who would have thought? <laughs> Uh, but you know, if we're being honest, Velma's really like, like Scooby's always been the heart of the show. Obviously like he's been like, there's no show that, I mean, well, I guess there is a show that Scooby as we're going to find out, but <laughs> Velma's, <laughs> Velma's always been like, 
she's always been the one that does everything, you know, like. Oh, I highly disagree. I don't think she does everything. Okay, but she's easily the like uh, like the person that solves the mystery like nine times out of ten. That's not true. They all do. Okay, they do it together, but like, come on, it's Velma. No, I will refuse for you. I will refuse to be convinced by you <laughs> that Scooby Doo is anything short of an ensemble cast, and that's the core of it. Yeah, well, I, I, I just, I think it makes sense after Scooby for Velma to be the titular character. Is is all is all I'm saying. Okay, that's all you're saying now. No, I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I don't want to get into this, you know, because it's going to be uh, like, a, you know, eight rounds back and forth fighting. You know, that's a boxing reference. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I don't know the boxers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't wear it's boxers, a, Sam. It's, it's a different type of dog. It's not a, it's not oh, a great okay, dog yeah. like Scooby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, now that we've thoroughly uh, done that, let's talk... Uh, <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more on the animation front. Now that that happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, 20th anniversary of, of Naruto's anime. They released a, like a, uh, God, what's it called? A compilation clip where they reanimated like big parts from the series. It's fucking cool as hell. Uh, yeah. It just made me want to have them reanimate all of part one. I don't even need shipping in. I just need yeah. them to reanimate part one. Yeah, I I'd be I would uh I would easily do a rewatch right away if they did that. Yeah, because oh my god, because um, <laughs> my Whoa, you know issue. those yawns where like your life flashes before your eyes and you're just like oh my god, dude, yeah. I just like I don't I get are we still recording the podcast, dude? I was gone for like a lifetime. <laughs> my entire um like life force left my body. Oh man. Um but I uh Oh, what were we talking about? Oh, animation. Yeah, that's my Naruto. only problem with part 1 is mm. the animation in some portions is just atrocious. <laughs> yeah. And so if they updated that, I would be all on board. Yeah. No, that's I would yeah, feel that's much really cool. more comfortable. Yeah, and like it. you know, you watch any anime from you know around that time when the part one came out you're gonna find shit that's like you know not not uh not up to par and so i think i think there's like a lot of really cool like animes that would uh, benefit from some some updated or some reanimation yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i guess um. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think you covered it. Yeah. Um, I even think they could leave the voice acting. Oh, yeah. Like, use the same voice lines. I thought those were oh, fine. Sure. Yeah, those are great. So, um, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> okay, so... Uh, some Marvel news. That's right. It's It's so weird for me to think about this as Marvel news, even though right. it's like... Marvel adjacent or whatever. Right. Um, but we got a new trailer announcement. No, not even a new trailer. We got a new announcement, I guess <laughs> yeah. you'd say. Yeah. Um Deadpool three. 
That's right. Which is pretty cool. With, with Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. Guess who's back? Back again. You know, I kept seeing, I keep seeing tweets that are like, man, that Marvel chick must be fat as fuck because ever since that announcement, like in every single post that Hugh Jackman has like uploaded to Instagram, he's like beaming, just like smiling harder than he's ever smiled. <laughs> like, really? wow, this dude cannot stop smiling. Um, but well, yeah, what the I mean, fuck honestly, else has he been doing? What? What the fuck else has he been doing? Theater, dude. He's oh, that's that's true. I forgot about he's, that. He's uh, yeah. I mean, to get this uh, get that Aussie to stop singing and and get back into the cinema world in general is a big feat. But to go back to Wolverine, I mean, that's I that I didn't really expect that. You know, I know that Ryan Reynolds has been like pushing that hard as fuck for ages now, but. You know, I don't know why, it, but like it, now that it's like happening, it's like, oh yeah, of course, of course he's gonna come back. Yeah, they they did the um, or people have been sharing around the post credit scene in Deadpool two. Oh yeah, where he says essentially, I'm gonna ask you to come back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm. I think it'll be cool. Yeah. But I, um, I don't know enough about it. It's tough no. to it's tough to talk about these things because they give right. you nothing. They give you nothing. They're just like this is happening, and these two people are in it, and then that's it. But like you know, that's it's clear that that's all they have, especially considering the fact that this movie's not coming out for almost two years. So it's like, yeah, we just we just wanted to announce it, so you just didn't forget that Deadpool exists. Um, but you know. Something else that's been kind of funny uh, that I saw was, so do you know TJ Miller? Yeah. Yeah. So for anybody listening who doesn't know, TJ Miller, uh, he was in the first two, was he, he was in the second one, right? The second Deadpool yeah, movie? He was in yeah, I thought so. Yeah. So he was in the first two Deadpool movies. He was basically the comic relief character with that like grating voice. He's, you know, Sil- Silicon Valley, et cetera, et cetera. He's been in a lot of things. Uh, so he had an interview. He's not going to be in the third Deadpool movie. They don't need, they haven't even announced the cast, but that's just definitely not going to be in it because there have been a lot of allegations of assault, abuse, etc. A lot of mm-hmm. shitty things that he has done and said. So he's kind of been like out of Hollywood for a while now, but there was an interview with him. I don't know who did this interview, but it's so funny because he says in the interview, he gives a reason why he will never work with Ryan Reynolds again. And he says, I just don't get why the dude hates me. <laughs> Which is so fucking funny. Um, because one, there are a ton of reasons why he would hate you. Uh, not, not even just including the you know all the allegations and all the shitty things that the guy's done but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's so funny that he phrased it why i won't work with ryan reynolds again as if he has any bearing on that decision whatsoever like yeah but then it's it's phrased as yeah oh yeah you know i i could i could go back for deadpool 3 but i'll never work with that asshole again it's like no dude you couldn't get into a room with him if you tried 
Like, don't even, <laughs> dude, don't even fib yourself. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I won't even work with him. Yeah. Can you tell yeah. him that I'm asking about him? <laughs> yeah, can you, did, he, did, he, did, he, did he mention me? Is that what you're asking? Did he say something? What did he say? Yeah. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. Um, oh, my God. Well, we'll see as we get closer. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so all that's left is the nothing new. But before we get into oh that, God. I wanted to ask you, because yeah. you're more involved in Twitter than I am. Right. Can you tell me what's going on with anti-Semitic Kanye? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Did you see the tweet? Where he's going to go DEFCON 3? Yeah. Why don't you why don't you explain it for our listeners? Holy shit. Okay. All right. For those of you who don't know, and who who of you doesn't already know because he's I don't. Old. Okay, sorry. Um <laughs> I I meant I, when I was going with that is uh fucking so Kanye in general over the past what? 6 years since he'd wore the MAGA hat uh has you know, been in and out of controversy as if like a, like a fucking, uh, in and out of controversy, like a Catholic in church. I don't fucking know. That's the best I could come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wore the MAGA hat. People are like, what the fuck? Why are you supporting this racist piece of shit? Then, uh, there's been just a ton of different things. He said slavery was a choice at one point. Nice. Um, nice. He posted a video of, or in one of his music videos, there was a Pete Davidson lookalike who gets de- decapitated, and he's like been harassing. He was harassing Pete Davidson, also his ex-wife Kim. He slut shamed Kim, which is weird because it's like if you really felt that way, why'd you marry her? Because she already had the sex tape out by the time you married her for over a decade. So right. don't get that. Uh, anyway, a lot of weird shit that he's been doing. Most uh, uh, more recently. Um, like, I don't know if it was last week, week before, but he wore, I, I forget, it was some fashion week in some city. I don't give a fuck. He wore a White Lives Matter shirt and had yeah, a bunch of black models wear White Lives Matter shirts and walk on the runway. Uh, fucking baffling behavior, you know, increasingly <laughs> hard for the, the yay stands to defend, right? Well, yesterday... Or was it this morning, actually? Uh, yeah, I think it was... I don't know. I don't remember. It was either yesterday or this morning. This... Oh, yeah, it was, it was yesterday. This motherfucker tweets, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going Death Con 3, space, 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 on JEWISH PEOPLE, all caps. <laughs> space. Not funny. It's just ridiculous. It's insane. Space, space, space. The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because <laughs> black people are actually Jew. Also, gotcha. space, space, space. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. Whoa, dude. What the fuck are you doing? That is so fucking funny. Wow. Just like I woke up and I saw somebody t- uh, tweet a screenshot of this and I'm like, oh, that's fu- that's a funny shit post. Somebody just like like thinking, oh, yeah, somebody doctored a fake tweet from Kanye. Right. Like that. Uh-huh. There's no fucking way this dude tweeted it. Then I go to his Twitter because I'm like, OK, but like there's a small chance. Maybe he did. And so I go to his Twitter and I scroll to try to find it and there, I don't find it. But I see a little spot that says this tweet violated the Twitter account rules. 
and so there was like a little space where like a tweet should be, but wasn't. Yeah. And I was like, oh no fucking way. And it God, turns yeah. out he actually tweeted it and it got removed because it's very anti-Semitic. Like, like, like straight up. I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people? What? Yeah. What? Con- Kanye is... He's he needs to be retired. He needs to retire. <sighs> um, I saw a tweet from Jason Kander today. God. Do you know who Jason Kander is? Um, he's a Missouri politician. Um, he tweeted today. I can leave Kanye in my workout playlist because it's <laughs> technically media, and he says we control all that anyway. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> so, yeah, I I I'm just like I I just I'm just so speechless about it, you know? Cuz like what does he mean by this and why? Like because it's what you, you're you're trying to rationalize an insane person. I don't right. know what you're wanting to get from this. I know, I know. It's it's. Uh, Why did and this I, and happen? I, and I I feel bad because I know that I know that he has uh, bipolar disorder. Um, and does he have borderline personality disorder? I I I don't want to say those things if I don't know this true. But I know at the very least he has a uh, bipolar disorder. But like, like so I I feel bad just being like what the fuck but like also what the fuck like this is crazy it's yeah yeah it's a lot so that's yeah and so if if you wake up this morning and you see a lot of tweets about uh kanye and jewish people that is why well thank you for giving me the update because i don't pay attention near enough to be able to tell you what is going on with that Well, so, with that, with that, I think we should move on to our nothing new, dude. Oh my god, I am ready. Oh my god. So, Spy Kids 3D. We've covered Spy Kids one and Spy Kids two, the Island of Misfit Toys. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. That's that's can't be what it's called. Oh shit, the Island of Misfit. Oh fuck, that's <laughs> that's fucking Rudolph. Yeah. Uh, uh... Island the, of Lost Toys? The Island of Lost Dreams. Lost Dreams. God damn it. There's no no toys in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've seen both of those. And, you know, I, I felt differently about both of them. Yeah. But I can tell you right now, out of the gate, Spy Kids 3 is the worst fucking movie of all of these by a long shot. Oh, my God, dude. I, okay, for context for people listening... This movie, when I was like a young, young child, was like crack to me. I would watch it on repeat uh, simply because I liked the music and I liked that it was in 3D and I could like reach out at the different things. Um, I have not revisited it since being a child uh, that I can remember at least. Mm -hmm. And I watched it and oh my God. It is quite possibly the worst movie I have ever seen in my entire fucking life. See, I wouldn't go that far, but I do think it's pretty bad. <laughs> like, it, it's how I feel right now. I'm sure I'm exaggerating, and I'm sure I, if I really looked, I could find a worse movie. But 
This movie does not seem to have any sense of logic whatsoever at all. Um, it's it's very clear that it's it is a 3D tech demo. Yes, yes, that's it. Um, Everything so, is done in service of making things pop out of the screen. That's like it. Yes, yes. So consider yourself warned. Yeah, Spy Kids three spoilers are incoming. Yes. But let's let's kind of let's kind of take a look at the way this movie goes. So first okay. of all, the whole movie feels rushed from the beginning. Oh yeah. Um, but we we start off with good old little Juni Cortez, who I guess has quit the OSS because he right. says he was he was burned. Yeah, I, I think he's referring to whenever he was fired in the last movie. But they offered him a spot back, and he refused it. So that does that really count as burned? Did he refuse it at the end of Spy Kids 2? I can't remember. I think he did. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because I, I thought he joined it back again. So then I will give the movie credit there. Um, but, you know, he's, he's doing things like one of his jobs is somebody in, is asking him to investigate why the water park is closed in the wintertime. <laughs> um, specifically at Selena Gomez, which Selena I also Gomez. found to be funny. <laughs> So and she acts surprised. Yeah, he's doing dumb shit like that, saving cats um, from trees. Yeah, um, and he's and he's your regular street level hero. Yeah, and you can see the inspiration for my short film Gumshoe at the beginning when he steps on a piece of gum and then Liz says, "I'm a regular Gumshoe," and I was like, "Ah, yes." Is that really what that's from? It's from Spy Kids three. That's hilarious. So, what happens next is we find out a few things. First, we find out that Carmen is missing for some reason. She has gone MIA. Um, and Junie is interested in this new game. The oh, What's the game called? Game Over, I think is what it's called. Right. Which is a terrible name for a game, first of all. It tells you nothing Awful. about what the game is about. <laughs> nope. Um, so, he... I can't remember how does, how he gets to the OSS. Oh, maybe it's because... Uh, oh, the president asks yeah, him. He's got a mission. George Clooney. Yeah. So they send him to the OSS, and the evil mastermind from the last movie is just not evil anymore, I guess. he's Yeah. Literally was fired... At the end, was was he in jail? Did they put him in jail or did they just fire him? I don't remember. But I thought they fired him, but he literally yeah. overthrew the entire government. Yeah, and then he's just back now, and now he's like the guy that's helping them in the OSS, which is weird. Yeah. So that's stupid. Yeah. Um. But they're like, well, we're gonna send Junie into mm-hmm. the game, um, <laughs> to save to save Carmen because she's in the game. And stuck and not nowhere to be found somehow. Yeah. Well, what I what I find there's a few things I find really silly about this scene. Um, first of all, is the whole like 3D tech demo aspect where they have like the computer things flying around the screen, like they're uh-huh. flying at you, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and the second thing is, this game is supposed to be being like launched to everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. They kind of show a kid with a joystick playing it. So right. why the fuck is Junie on this like roller coaster yeah. machine to get entered into the game? And why is Carmen floating 
like horizontal in like a like a like a tube in like a cage. Like a well, case. that makes that makes more sense to me because they lost her in the game, and right. so they just put her body in there as a form of of storage. That makes more sense to me. Right, but like, yeah, yeah, though that's true. But like, they they they're always like back and forth on like how you get into the game, how you don't, because because like later. When the grandpa shows up, he's like, how did I get here? Where am I? How do you not know? I don't get well, it. Well, he he doesn't know because Junie called him in. Right. So, like, how does that work? Yeah. No, that's that's the weird part is the game is just magic. It can just. Yeah. You can be called in at any time. What if he at was taking time. a shower? Right. <laughs> exactly. He comes in. Just like. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Which. So, okay. So, anyways, he, he shows up. He's in this cartoon world with the frogs. Um, oh and the frogs, again, it's like Pogo not even frogs. 25 seconds later, we have the frogs' tongues. It's like, see, it's 3D. Yeah. Um, and so, he, uh, oh, gosh, what happens? Oh, he finds this group of people, and he's like, help mm-hmm. me get to level mm-hmm. five to find my sister. Yeah, his his group, which is going to be his entourage. He goes, I have this bonus pack I can give you for cheat codes. Uh, they don't take it because you'll get kicked out of the game. But the like strong dude just destroys the bonus pack, just like bonks it on his head, and then it's like, what? Why? Yeah, it's like, why would you do that? You, it's it's a good bonus pack. I don't know what the bonus pack does, but yeah. Also, in this movie, uh, based on what we're gonna talk about in a second. Junie is like the dumbest motherfucker ever in this. Like he he doesn't know jack shit about what's happening ever. Even when he's it's dumb like in common all these sense. movies, he yeah that's true he is. But like especially in this one because next right after that he's like I need to get to level two because I need to basically speed run this game. They don't say that because the person who made this movie has clearly never played a video game in his entire life. But right. uh. He's like, I need to basically speed run this game so I can get to, you know, blah, 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 blah level five, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I need to get to level two. Yeah. And then and then uh, they say, OK, here's a target. You need to just jump on that target and it'll propel you to the moon. And that's where level two is. And that's the only way you can get to level two is to jump on this target and get propelled to level two. What the fuck? Sam, I would like to, I would like to make an important correction there. It's uh-huh. that gets you to level one. The moon is level one. No, I know they're lying to him. No, because but he needs to get there because he that is where he has to go because he beats level one by winning the the big robot fight that happens right, later. But, but they're telling him he can get to level two by going. Remember, because then he does it, and they're like less competition anyway. You know, I I missed that part completely then. Yeah, I took it as, like, that's the only way to get to level one, and you fucking lose a life the minute you use it. No, because he's already essentially on level one, is how I took it. And they were saying, he was like, I need to get to level two. And they're like, jump on this target, and it'll take you there. And that's all you need to do to get past this level. And it's like, why would that be the case? That makes no sense. And then he gets there, and he like loses a life. And then it's like, oh. Yeah, but he needed to go there anyways. So I didn't really see right. that as... I don't understand how that that's harmed him in any way. I know. That's why it didn't make any sense in the first place. So you're saying what didn't make sense is, is their whole little scene where they're tricking him because it wasn't really a trick. Yes. 
Okay, I see what you're saying now. I was yeah. confused with what you were saying. <laughs> right. Um, it just it just doesn't make any sense. No, it's stupid. Yeah. Great game design. Right. Um also <laughs> then we get into one of my favorite parts of the entire fucking movie is they're like you have a lifeline you can call and he's like immediately fuck yeah call it my only one let's use it on level 1 baby. <laughs> um and they go, "Well, who do you want?" And he literally goes, well, Grandpa's physically disabled. I lost my fucking mind when he did that. Oh, my God. Because the way they, like, show different people and they say their pros and cons. And so it's like, pro, tactical, con, physically disabled. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and that is that is only overshadowed by the mega legs. The fucking Power mega up. legs. <laughs> I cried. I couldn't fucking believe it. Mega oh legs. God. It's like this little pill that comes down and it says mega legs on it. And then he grabs it and he grows to be like 10 foot tall and can like use his legs. Yeah, he's like really strong. Um, And then we, we get our first shot of Carmen. She's imprisoned by the toy maker, who is the villain of this movie. Mm-hmm. Whose entire motivations are really unclear. Very unclear. Even to himself. Yes, because, uh, see, OSS has two issues with him. One, he's going to use the game as a means to control the minds of all these children. But then, on the same token, they're like, oh, well, he's actually using the game as a means to trick these people into getting him to escape. Or, like, help him escape. Yeah. So I don't know which it is. Because if they're trying to get him... If he's trying to get somebody to help him escape... He clearly has technology that is so advanced that he can communicate with the outside world, mm-hmm. sell a product to the outside world, yeah. and even bring people in unwillingly into this game. Which, to me, is also very insane, because if he's this like really bad dude, and if he is like imprisoned, how is he able to distribute this big fucking game? And why is the OSS just letting him like, if they want to shut down the game, shut down the distributor, just be like, Hey, you can't do this. We're the government. Yeah. See that. Well, that's, that's part of my point with uh, his motivation is I don't understand why he didn't use those resources to just have somebody come let him out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) and then another part of it is I understand that they had to create, the three Sylvester Stallone copies. So that way he would have somebody to talk to because they realized he couldn't just evil villain monologue the whole time. I'm sure that was a fucking disaster. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they're there. He has, (laughs) he has a scientist, a, uh, German world war one soldier. Uh huh. And what's the third one? Uh, just like a hippie. That's right. A hippie who are his, (laughs) They're variations. They're they're variants. They're Sylvester's. They're toy maker variants. Yeah, weird holograms. And it's so funny the way like they over explain who they are in the first scene. They're there, mm-hmm. like to death. Where he's like, "Who are you?" And they're like, "Where are you?" And he's like, "Oh, that's right. Wait for a second. I thought you were real." And then he like goes up to them and like waves his hand through them, so we know that they're holograms. Mm-hmm. And then, like, shuts him off and all this stuff. It's just, like, it, it's, you know, it, it's it's yeah. funny because it's, it's clear, you know, like you said, they just didn't want a monologuing, which is surprising because you think, oh, wow, they're doing this because 
they want to showcase Sylvester Stallone's incredible, you know, acting pr- uh, 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 prowess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His range, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. So once once we huh. get to the moon, once Grandpa gets mega legs. Then Junie finds his way to a mecha fighter arena, okay, which is which is the basis of level one. Yeah. It yeah. is also proof that Thor Ragnarok has two Spy Kids three references. <laughs> it has the first one with Thor in the chair, just like mm-hmm. Junie, and the second one is this battle is so reminiscent of the or the Hulk, I guess Hulk v Thor battle is so reminiscent of this one. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> But I digress. So he he gets into a, a fight with uh, this girl whose name is Demetra. Okay, Demetra. Let me tell you, when I was a kid, I had the hardest crush on Demetra. I realize I should have used a different adjective than hardest, but I had the biggest crush on Demetra. <laughs> I as just a wish kid. you wouldn't have have said that after you said it. I know. I know. Um. um really. Yeah. With her, like, uh, what do they call that hairstyle where it's like the two strands that go down in front of your face? I don't know. That was know, popular but... in the early 2000s. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't work was... for her hair, by the way. Yeah. Little, uh, what, 10 year old me was loving it. That's all, yeah, that's all well... I remember. Um, so they fight. Uh, she hits Junie with the, uh, with the Mario 64 Bowser throw. Okay. And yeah. then the fucking funniest part about it is Junie, like, as a finishing move, runs around the stadium, okay, in, like, circles. And so she's all dizzy. And I would also like it known, if for those of you who haven't seen the movie yet, anytime Junie has gotten hit throughout this movie, he, like, his life counter pops out and he loses a life. Yes. Okay? One life. Um, yeah. Starts with nine. So, right. um... They get in this ring. He gets hit by her. He loses one life. He hits right. her. She loses one life. Mm-hmm. Um, she Bowser throws him, mm-hmm. and then he loses another life. And then that's mm-hmm. when he decides to run around the stadium. Okay, so he <laughs> runs around the stadium, and she's all dizzy, spinning walks- around just on like her waist axis. And yeah, then which is like also nuts- weird. And there's like nuts and bolts flying at the camera, which is the only way they let you know that there's any damage being done is by nuts and bolts flying. Yeah. Um, so, which also brings up another part, because if these robots are supposed to mimic the people, then was she just like only twisting the upper part of her waist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes it makes no sense. And then um, but- and tell her what happened. So, oh, fuck. So he walks over and does, you know, the old school thing where he kind of like taps her. And she's so disoriented, she falls over. And then she loses, like, six fucking lives. Yeah. It just goes, whoop, 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 whoop. It's just like, whoa. All she did was spin around and then get tapped. Like, what the fuck? Why did she lose so many lives for that? She clearly, if we're, like, actually being honest here, she won that fight easy. Yeah. But he, but we spin, needed he spun her to win. around. Yeah. yeah. So, like a record. Um, that's right. So after he wins that, uh, he beats level one, he heads on to level two, which is where we get some interesting exposition um, that I think <laughs> makes equally no sense with anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, there's a poster of the game, and in the poster of this game, Game Over, it's got a silhouette of like a character on the front of it. 
Okay, so Junie steps in front of this poster that's in the game, which is strange on its own. Because why uh-huh. would the box art for the game be an image in the actual game? What are you yeah. advertising? Right. You already like. have the game. <laughs> um, but then the the crew of people who were trying to mess with him earlier, but I guess didn't. They said, "Oh, I think that's the guy." Okay, he's the guy. He's the guy. Which they also in this movie, like, or like in that moment, they just show up wherever Junie. Like, if he ever gets separated from them, he just go. Like, like especially in this part, he just like shows up and they're just there, like, yeah, as if they're the only people in the game. Well, they are. They're the beta testers. Well, okay. Well, we'll get to that later, because <laughs> because after the race. Yeah, I, yeah, we can get to that. But yeah, they are the only people there. Suppose um, okay. But anyways, there's a few, <laughs> a few lines here that I found funny. One of them is he, the guy, the one of them says, "If you're the guy, you can hang with us. But if you're a phony, Arnold will crush you." I don't know <laughs> why I found that so fucking funny. It's especially funny because the entire time in this first little part. They're saying, you're the guy, you're the guy. And he keeps saying, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not the guy. And they keep pushing this ideology onto him that he's the guy. But then the guy's like, this other dude's like, yeah, if you're not the guy, I'm going to, Arnold's going to crush you. Yeah, kick your ass. He's, he's saying he's not the guy. You're the ones that are saying this. So why would, you're just basically being like. Be this thing that we don't we don't actually think, or I don't think you are, but they think you are. And if you're not, then you're dead. Yeah. Um. But not by me, by my friend Arnold. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the dude who says, "Hold on to your joysticks, boys." Oh my god. Uh, which made me visibly uh, like cringe, or not visibly, physically cringe. Right. Like it's visibly and physically. Um. So yeah, let's get on to the let's get on to the the what is it called the mega race or something something like that. Yeah, uh, mega race, best p- looking part of the movie by far. Oh, easy. This is where all their money went. I can tell. Mm-hmm. Now you said you had an issue with the mega race, the end specifically. So throughout this entire mega race, it's only the characters you've met. You have the posse, and then you have Demetra, and then you have uh, uh, Junie and his grandfather. Um, mm-hmm. Throughout the entire race, they're the only ones there. They're clearly the only ones that start, end, etc., whatever. Well, at the end, when Junie wins, which he wins in a weird fucking way by basically gliding on a hubcap, right. uh, they start being like, yeah, 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 you must be the guy because you won this race. And then a flood of other random people who are all in suits that are like suits that look like they just raced are all like cheering and surrounding them. And like, who the fuck are these people? There's nobody else in this game. There's nobody. They're they're AI. They're all the deceivers. They're all AI, which is, which the deceiver part also wouldn't, wouldn't the fucking beta testers be like, Hey, she's not a beta tester. Demetra, you, you must, who are you? Right? Like, yeah, well, that's a spoil. We haven't gotten there yet, Sam. Sorry, sorry. I'm 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 jumping ahead of myself. This my my brain is just spinning trying to form any sort of logic to this movie. That's my problem. Um 
So the race. My my main problem with the race were was uh, the fact that there is a button on the car that just fucking flips the whole fucking car and destroys it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why would Do that button touch? exist? Why? Yeah. yeah why? <laughs> and it's why like does the people Julie... who press it? Yeah, because it's this dude who's been like threatening you and been very just sort of like kind of mean to you the whole time, and he's like press that button with a very clear smirk and you're he's like but it says do not press and he's like do it it's a turbo boost and then Junie's like okay it makes this big to do by pulling his finger back and then going Tsh! sam like, this is this is this is a universe where mega legs exist okay right right i can't i don't think we can judge him too hard <laughs> because i bet you I mean, how how could you expect him to believe that this button would fucking flip and destroy the car? Right. No, you couldn't. You couldn't believe that much. But just just like doing what this dude who's like clearly like wink, wink, touch the button. Come on, come on. It's like they were trying to be like, oh, see, video games are wacky and anything can happen. I've never right. played a video game where it no. was just fucking stupid for the sake of being stupid. No, literally every single part of this movie is like. Made by somebody who's only seen like trailers for video games, maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. Um, also has like this w- weird vitriol and hate for people who make video games, the fucking game developers. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. Uh, also, at the end, we learn that uh, when the when the guy says, "You got my cool, my smarts, <laughs> my." Smart. my- um, and we know he's the smart one because he has normal glasses on. Normal glasses. <laughs> he doesn't have the cool sunglasses that the no. strong guy has on. Yeah. He has just a pair of rectangular mm-hmm. prescription glasses. Right. That was um, uh, Yeah. But anyways. That was, a, that was a bit of foreshadowing there, that little, you know, Lord of the Rings reference. That's right. That's right. So, um, next we get to a part where we're at the level where the programmers show up. And this is where we learn two things. One, we learn that there's programmers just in the game, and they're just, like, dudes going around stopping people from cheating. Looking like they're straight, like they're they're cosplaying as uh, Matrix characters. Yeah, they're just, they're just, like, Discord mods. Yeah. Um... And we also learned that Grandpa just has actual superpowers. <laughs> he, like, can turn invisible, I guess. Yeah, he's like the fucking predator showing up behind them, just, like, like materializing out of thin air. Yeah, and then he never does it again, so I don't no. know what. He just has powers. Yeah, and then, um, and then somehow he knows that the nerd, the smart dude, has this thing that can show what you look like in real life. So he's like, let's see what you really look like. And then the nerd comes up and he just like scans him with this thing. And then, oh, guess what? They're nerdy and ugly and look really weird because they make video games. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Isn't that funny? Mm. Mm. (laughs) Um, So Chad Grandpa just gets rid of him. (laughs) Giga Chad Grandpa. Giga Chad Grandpa. Uh, (sighs) So... And this is where we start to hit the points where it really, really looks bad. They don't, in mm. all of these scenes, none of them look like they're actually in these environments. They're so no. clearly like walking on a green screen. Oh my God. Yeah. 
that I mean, it's obviously these places aren't real, right. but there's little like practical anything to make it look like they're actually walking in these areas. No, because like, and, and you can tell like just by looking at the actors that they have no fucking clue where they are. <laughs> Like when they're yeah. walking, they're like walking, and then it's like they they all of a sudden it's like they're or they're supposed to be like on this like thin you know rail or whatever, and they're just walking like as if th- there's no like or not thin rail like thin bridge, and they're just yeah. walking like they're on flat ground, like they have no idea what environment they're in. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, so next we get to a part where uh, they're on to what is this level three? I guess, and yeah. uh, they uh, before before they start level three, Arnold just starts ec- just dumping info on Junie for no reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they wanted to humanize him. Yeah, there, it turns out he's a poor kid, and he needs the money to, for his family. And full blown capitalist Junie just is like, "Well, I gotta exploit him for my own gain. <laughs> I'll give you riches, I promise." Um, <laughs> And oh then they get to a point where they decide where the game makes them fight each other in in hand to hand combat. Okay, mm-hmm. and Arnold is chosen because you know they they just gave him backstory, so now we have to, you know, yeah, so we have feel some... bad for him, right? So they're fighting. Junie's getting his fucking ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Um, he loses all of his lives, and then he goes down to like point five of a life, which is so weird. He has one life left. And it's been established that every time he gets hit, he loses a life. But then just because he's down to one life, he gets hit. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's like out. No, 0.5. Yeah. Um, And right before the killing blow is about to be struck upon him, there's a tag out. And Demetra tags in for Junie. (laughs) Oh, I forgot the part where they got an extra life. Okay. Oh my god, the extra life. Oh. So they found an extra life because the toy maker decided to give it to Junie. And Junie decides so, to give it to Demetra, which is very sweet of him. Very um, sweet. Because she lost all so she's back up to nine lives. So she goes into this fight with nine lives. She gets hit <laughs> once and vaporizes <laughs> immediately. <laughs> That's it. Doesn't put up much of a fight. Just gets hit once and then just done. So all of that health pack that Junie just gave to her, he just fucking wasted. Which, another thing about this whole, like, fighting thing that they're doing. So when it starts, so it's Junie and Arnold. And they're on this weird sort of, like, puzzle piece together type platform, right? Mm-hmm. And Junie, without knowing anything about this anything as has been established by literally the entire movie he doesn't know jack shit about what's going on decides to just go out on a limb and take a shot in the dark and try to jump into the nothingness oh yeah but 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 because of the game you know a, a, a little platform forms underneath his foot so it's supposed to be like you can sort of make your own little fighting platform right you can just like you'll out. always but, be protected right but like junie didn't know that so was he just trying to like so this is like where it gets to like act the actors clearly don't know what sort of environment they're in because he just is, yeah. like goes over and like jumps and then they're like yep forming platform but then when it's demetra versus arnold they're on one little like rectangular 
thing. And they just stay there and spar for two seconds before she gets fucking vaporized. Yeah. And, you know, before she's even fully vaporized, the platform under her disappears. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a good point. Um, But so now with that, they pass level three and they head on to level four, which is where Carmen is, which is funny for a few reasons. One, um, Carmen shows back up again. Okay, yeah. but not because she was trapped on level four, but because that's just the level at which the toy maker decided to release her. Yeah. Um, so it worked out, and she admit as soon as she's released, she mentions nothing about her capture. No. It's like, oh, she's just here now. We just didn't want her to be there earlier because we wanted Junie to have his own thing. Right, because probably because they couldn't get her to film for as long as they could get him to film. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, just baffling. And then they, with, uh, there's nothing established about this, but somehow, some fucking way, they're, they, they decide Junie thinks he can do fucking, t- like, 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 what is it oh, called? Oh, telepathy? Telepathy. To talk to her. And that's yeah. something that he like tries throughout the movie. Like at the beginning it's when he telepathic. gets telepathic. Just like thinks like Carmen, Carmen, just thinking it. Can you hear me? When ha- when has that ever worked? That's not how video games work. What the fuck? Yeah, he's well, he's using game chat. He's trying to find yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, using the game chat, right. Um oh. so we get Carmen back, and her arm is also all fucked up, and we never find out why that is either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's got like a robot arm. I don't know why they don't explain it. So she can like push it at the camera, so it comes out at the audience. That's true. That's, like, that's it. That's that's really it. No, no fucking reason. Um, and then we find out that Stallone literally paralyzed Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they don't they don't elaborate on that like ever. Huh? They just say he did something, and he's the reason why Grandpa is paralyzed, which mm-hmm. is pretty heavy. I will admit. Right. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, um, pretty fucking heavy. So they're on like a, a lava mountain and they send like tinkerers after them, which is sent by OSS, which at this point I'm thinking, wait, how, why can OSS now control the game? Yeah. Cause I, they haven't controlled it before. In fact, the, the opposite, as soon as he got to yeah. level one, they go, well, this is the end of us that we have, we can't right. track you anymore. But then they're back. So it's like, okay, I don't really understand. Um, but well, are you talking about the things that push him off the edge of the cliff into the lava? Yeah, the little things that push him off the cliff. They're called the tinkerers. Yeah, well, I, I thought that uh, um, Sylvester Stallone put those in. Because wasn't he like, because they were turning away from like the lava and walking away. And then he was like, why won't you go where I want you to go? And then he's like, send in the tinkerers. Okay, so he sent those, but the OSS created the lava monster. Oh, the lava monster. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Well, before we even get to that, when the Tinkerers show up, and uh, it's like, oh, the ground's erupting. They're like, all the actors are like shaking, like, whoa. (laughs) When the ground stops erupting, they still are shaking. (laughs) Um, Which is so funny. That was funny. And then after that, when they start running. Uh Uh-huh. They're not actually, they didn't actually have them run anywhere. No. They hooked him into wires. 
and like suspended them. So they're running in like the middle of the air and it doesn't look like they're running. No, it does not at all. It's so fucking weird. And it's also, also, so like what I don't understand. Okay. I should, I should stop saying that because I don't understand any of this, but it's, it's really funny to me how Sylvester Stallone, the toy maker is like, why won't you? I'm I'm just basically leading you here. Why won't you go where I want you to go? Like like mm-hmm. when they won't go into the lava, and it's like you you led them to a cliff, a cliff that there's no way to get down without just falling into lava. Which Carmen somehow inexplicably says, if you if you fall into lava, automatic game over. With with mm-hmm. no you know doesn't expand on that. But that's like even even so, the idea is like. How how are you leading them there at all? Right. Like, like obviously, not. they're not going to do that. <laughs> right. Anyway, so the lava monster, the fucking lava monster. Yeah. So um, it, it, it tanks them. They swim into the little hole and they come out and they're at the gate of level five. Okay. Oh, yeah. After doing some weird fucking surfing on the lava. Yeah. They all find boards. Right. <laughs> Made of rock. Um uh. so <laughs> we get to the point where they, they bring up this concept of the deceiver. Mm-hmm. Which I guess that he was just that he's like, Well, I was rereading my manual. When? When were you rereading your manual? We've seen you the whole time, buddy. <laughs> Literally not a single time have you been looking at that manual. They go, and there's a deceiver. Somebody who uh deceives everybody who people think is the guy and leads so, them to their death which tells me another two things one the guy is something that's actually programmed in the game okay mm-hmm. two it's called the guy okay mm-hmm. and three there's somebody who is programmed in the game to deceive these people into thinking that they're the guy what game is this well, yeah, I, like I can't tell if this is like a multiplayer online game. If this is a story-driven game, is this an RPG? <laughs> Not a clue. Not a single clue. Um, but regardless, we get to the best part in the entire movie. Hmm. Um, Junie says, "I am the guy," mm-hmm. and through through a blinding light, we hear a voice say. No, he isn't. I'm the guy. And out walks Elijah Wood <laughs> in a completely brand new chrome suit. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's like, come on, together we can all beat this game. We can finish this as one. Um, which, at first led me to believe, what the fuck, man? Why wouldn't this dude be the deceiver? Right. He's so like conspicuous. He shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. Um but so they walk into level 5. After he just like emits this blast to 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 break open the door somehow. Yeah. Just that Elijah was just able to just go um, whatever. He gets hit once. Once. And loses all 99 lives. <laughs> drains him just like oops and then he's gone and then he blows up it's the just best scene of the movie if you don't see any of this movie you just need to type oh. in elijah wood spy kids 3 because it is the funniest part of the entire movie it is hilarious 
It's um, oh my god. But at this point, we learn that the deceiver is uh, Demetra, <laughs> which I also <laughs> liked that scene because he goes, "Oh, Demetra, you what happened?" She goes, "Oh, it's a glitch in the game. I survived." And then Carmen, <laughs> after seeing her for a few seconds, goes, "She's not real, Junie." <laughs> It's like, how do you know that? Oh, man. And and so a few things about Car- uh, 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 Demetra being the deceiver. So number one, she's a really bad fucking deceiver because yeah. she sacrifices herself like real quick. <laughs> she also doesn't uh, claim to be the guy, which is what the deceiver said they were yeah, going to do. And then she doesn't claim to be the guy. She never does. And, and even if she did no she just does it and so i don't i don't understand what she was trying to do at all because the deceiving part didn't even come in until she's like flip this switch flip this switch yeah that's it like (sighs) yeah no it's stupid it's so stupid um but grandpa finds a way to shut off the game he flips the switch to shut off the game they all escape Everybody's happy, right? And no, then he, I guess. Well, no, go on. You go sorry. on. It was just so funny, though, because they're like, he's like holding open this door or whatever. And then um, they're like, well, we need to shut down the game. And Grandpa's like, I already did. I saw the switch and I flipped it. And then that's it. And then they're like, okay, cool. And then they just take off. Like, all yeah. right. Just, just a switch. Um. Well, then we find out Grandpa released the toy maker, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, I did it." Um, but uh, so the toy maker is out there. All, I guess the game has bled into the real life, but it ha- holds the qualities of the One Ring of Power. It's in the Wraith world where you have to wear the <laughs> yeah the three D glasses to see it. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess I don't get it. And don't know how that happened in the first place. It's just like, oh, all of a sudden it's in the real world. I'm not even upset about that part. I'm a, I'm confused as to why it's invisible in the no, real I, world. I, the whole thing. It just, I just, I don't know. I don't um, know. but they go, well, we need to call in the family. Uh, and then that's where that line at the beginning that didn't make any sense when she mm-hmm. goes, "Everybody's your family." Yeah, which uh, is, I think the uh, what's the word? antithesis to the word family is that mm-hmm. the right word i'm using there yeah um because family implies an exclusive group <laughs> right so whatever so she he calls his father and it's like it's supposed to be comedic he's working on what the fifth brain yeah he's like finally this most important moment in human history and they go oh mr cortez your family called and rather than like setting it down, he destroys all his shit. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and without asking where he needs to go, they're just like, it's an emergency. Your, your, your family called. It's an emergency. He just like breaks all his shit and then just rocket Flies. launches yeah. his shit out, out of the, the lab without knowing where he just knows where to go. Yeah. No, it's, it's very weird. Mm hmm. Um, and then there's a touching moment between Grandpa and the toy maker where he forgives him mm-hmm. for paralyzing him. Mm-hmm. He goes, "But can you forgive yourself?" 
And then they're all buddies. Mm-hmm. And then the the movie's just over. <laughs> just kind of ends. Um, yeah, which is so funny because in the last two movies, you know, the parents were a large part of the story. Yeah. Uh, but it was very clear they couldn't get uh, uh, Antonio Banderas and is it Carla Gugino? Is that the the mom's name? I can't I think remember her name. Wrong. But um, they, it was clear they couldn't get her and uh, Antonio Banderas uh, to, uh, yeah, it's Carl Gugino, to, you know, film anything more than a cameo. So they got her back. And then all the, like, villains from the past movies are all back. And now they're friends and they're fighting. Uh, and all they're doing is they're punching the nuts and bolts out of these giant uh monkeys metal monkeys um yeah yeah oh I, uh one of my one of my favorite lines uh in the movie is um oh my god what is it but one of my favorite moments in the movie is when bill paxton shows up as uh what does he say he's like i'm the dinkler or whatever the fuck or the uh and then oh. he brands Oh One yeah, yeah. he's like the monkeys. amusement park guy. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? You said the actor's Bill Paxton. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So yeah, Bill Paxton. Let's see. Um, uh, Bill like, Paxton. Uh, do you remember? Name? He said something like, "Oh, I'm the Dinkler" or whatever. The He's Dinky. Remember. He's Dinky, Dinky Winks. Dinky Winks. Doesn't he? Doesn't he call himself the Dinkler? Or did I make that up? I don't know. You definitely um, made that up. Are you thinking of Dinkelberg? No, but he says something like that that just like fucking killed me. But it was just so funny because then uh, he fucking brands one of the the monkeys. Yeah, it's pretty horrifying to to watch, actually. Yeah. It's it's Um, extremely horrifying to watch. Yeah, it really is. The Dinkster. The Dinkster, that's what he calls himself? No, no. It's just Dinky, dude. <laughs> um Damn. so yeah so that's the end of the movie um and with that the the original trilogy of spy kids movies is complete yeah we've made it to the end of the rainbow um uh technical difficulties and all yes he does he does call himself the dinkster He's because he, he he shows up and he's like somebody ring the dinkster. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, it's the funniest fucking part of the entire movie to me. I don't know why he showed up and he's like somebody ring the dinkster. <laughs> he's family. He's I don't think they ever actually met him. No, he just <laughs> they he had just that was... little. Like mid credits or whatever fucking scene from the second Spy Kids movie where he's, you remember that he's like on the, boat oh yeah, there. oh man, but yeah, yeah, that's it. 
That's it. And that's all uh, I've got for the podcast. That's all I got too. Um, you know, my brain's fried just from even talking about that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, my jaw was on the floor for much of it. Just, just like, wait, just like every every few seconds, be like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> wait, yeah. why? It definitely yeah. did not hold up. No, but I will say. I would recommend, I haven't done this myself, but I would recommend getting stoned and watching it because I can imagine it is a very funny movie to watch like that. So um, if you're into watching like really bad movies. Yeah. I I can't foresee myself watching this again under any circumstance. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, but I did it. And that's what matters. We'd right? like to thank all our forest creatures for uh, making it through the woods with us. Uh, we've reached the end of the digital forest, I believe. Do you have anything else? I don't. Make sure to check us out on Twitter at Deforest Media and Twitch at twitch.tv slash digitalforestmedia. That's all I got. <laughs>